What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Door on the Right. We are back with episode three with no name yet because Johnny hasn't recorded anything. So, you know, we'll name it after after we do some recording. There's always something to to make interesting here. So, Johnny, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty fine myself. What about you, Zach? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you hand me that paper real quick? All right. You know, this time I let him look over the questions a little bit just so he just, can. Just in case if I slip up, you know, yeah. you never know. It is Johnny, and there's bound to be a slip up in this. So, so how's your week been, Johnny? Mom. It's been going good. It's been going real good, actually. I've been playing basketball, working out on my free time, at least. Uh, on my non-free time, you know, I'm just, just getting that working. Oh, yeah. So. Let's see. Basketball. Last time we talked about how bad you were at basketball. Has that gotten any better? It's gotten better. Trust me. Gotten way better than what it was before because now when I shoot, I follow through and hold it there. Oh, who taught you that? Myself and watching Steph Curry highlights. There you go. (laughs) There you go. So what week is it? What week is it? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about uh, Jesus when he got hung up on the cross and died for our sins and then resurrected on the third day. Yeah, and what's that called? Easter. Good job. Easter week. And, you know, you've been talking about how uh, you've been wanting to be more efficient at leading people to Christ, correct? Yes. So have you done any research on any of that? You know, it just comes to me like, like naturally, like it's weird when I want to lead somebody to Christ. It's like, it's like God puts something in my heart and then I use, I use my heart to lead them towards getting saved with Christ. You are making me very nervous with shaking this table. Oh, my bad. Well, your Dr. Pepper's over there by your laptop. So that'd be really bad if it electrocuted your laptop. Yeah, that would be bad. Anyways. So, um, Looking back, and I was I was listening to our episode from last month, and uh, I, I did get a kick out of something I didn't notice before, and I've got to bring that up here. Um, the thing that we wanted to talk about was how you forced Dawson. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that name you forced that person to get saved can you highlight that again a little bit necessarily i didn't force him to go up there but i did look at him and i did tell him come on you're coming with me like as in a let's go come on i'm a very good in in i can uh what do they what do they call him i could be a good salesman i can i can really uh convince somebody to go with me Oh, convincer. Uh-oh. So I didn't know if he was necessarily saved, but I did have a conversation with him, and this is going to shock you. He thought the water of baptism is what got him saved. Really? Until that day he got saved, for real, out the Bible and the scripture word. So, realistically, I did lead him to Christ. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, hey, you know. And it's all the glory to Christ because without Christ, it's not. That's not me. There you go. So, so Christ said, Jonathan, force this man to go up and pray. Not necessarily. <laughs> I force you to go up there. No, it was just more like I was. I was watching him, and you know, he's always he's always doodling before before he got saved. He'd always doodle, and I'd look at him and be like, you know, maybe. Maybe he needs to learn more about who Christ is. Like maybe he wants to get saved or something. And something told me to ask him. And he just he he said he got saved, but then after I took him up there anyways, because I kind of wanted him to be a part of our church still. Um, I talked to him after church. He said he's been saved, but then he told me it was out of baptism. And I was like, "Do you know that it's not the waters that save you? It's it's Jesus." the word and scripture that you say in the prayer. Hmm. Gotcha. Well, hey, there you go. Doing something for you, for the Lord. And, you know, with us moving into this week and, you know, this is probably along with Christmas, one of the busiest weeks for a church. And 
if you aren't going to church, please find a church somewhere and go to church this week. Learn about what Christ did on Calvary, how he died on the cross for your sins. And just open your heart up to that and see if that's something that you want to make the choice in following. So, now, Johnny, has there been anything spiritually going on in your life this past? Lately, everybody's been kind. I mean, nobody's been aggravated with me as much as they used to, you know. I guess the more I focus on myself and on the Bible, the more options and opportunities uh, pop up in my life, open opening doors. Um, this week, actually, uh, out of this week, um, I actually uh, got hired here from Equus to work here and get paid. So that's uh, all the glory to God. That's a victory. Um, so that's 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 going good for me right now, and I see that as a blessing from from the Lord. Uh, throughout this month. Uh, like I said, positivity, a lot of positivity. There has been no negativity towards me so far. So, you know, I mean, I even rejected, there's a dude trying to get me to go and smoke weed. I, I rejected it said no. Good. So, you know, that's good. Very awesome. So, um, talking about Equus real quick, let's explain that a little bit. So, uh, Oklahoma works as a program and it's, it's for, different ages but the program that we're using for jonathan is a uh, is uh, open to 18 or actually i think 16 to 24 year olds and how it works is they are funded by the government and the government's giving them money to be able to say hey if you can find kids in this age or young adults in this age that are wanting to work, needing to work, but there's an organization or a business that is wanting to maybe have them intern or have them do some work for them but can't afford to pay them, then Equus can go in and pay for that individual to work for that organization. So that's what's going on with Johnny here. So if you come and visit us, you'll probably see Johnny, the one introducing you to the place and kind of talking to you. He's the one who's going to be answering the doors, answering the phones, doing whatever odd and end things we need him to do. But, uh, yeah, as long as he keeps, keeps on the right path and doing well and not oversleeping, then we'll, okay. uh, okay. You're going a little we'll, too far now. You're going a little too far. Then, then we'll, we'll be doing good now. Now. So Johnny. Yes. Yesterday, or no, no, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday because I wasn't here. Can you, can you just go ahead and enlighten us on what exactly happened with that? Okay, I'm going to lightly tell you what happened, okay? Lightly? Lightly. Why lightly? Because people don't want to hear heavy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So basically what happened, though, is uh, I was up. I was ready. I had my clothes on. My bed wasn't made because I wasn't thinking about it. But so, you know, I have everything ready. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to hit 8 o'clock. So I go downstairs at 8 o'clock. Well, little did I know that uh, Miss Angie tried calling me, and I saw her text saying she was here. And so I went down there, and the text said from 8 o'clock, okay? So I went down there, and I guess she already done left. She already done left before I got down there. But I was down there at 8 o'clock. So it was probably around... Right before it hit 801. So, if I go back on the cameras right now. Yes. Go back on the cameras right now. <laughs> you will see me down there at 8 o'clock running out that door. You will see it. Uh, you know what? I'm probably going to have to investigate that a little bit. You need to investigate it. What happens is whenever I'm not here, sometimes I get information that may not be or may be correct. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so, my response to it was... <laughs> Jonathan has, you know, now that he's in this way, he's paying for his programs. He uh, he wanted his curfew set back up to ten o'clock. And no, so, don't you dare! What? <laughs> don't you talk about my curfew? <laughs> it's too late. I already uh... mentioned it. But he wanted his curfew back up to ten o'clock, and 
So whenever I got the message that he missed his ride, I just gently, lovingly text him and said, let, let me just read the text. Oh, I, I got the text too. I'll bring my phone out in this too, you know. I'll, I'll be the one to, <laughs> I'll be the one to enlighten y'all on what happened. I said, and just like that, you lost your privilege to stay up past nine. <laughs> and then in response, I get four different text messages, which we won't go into because there's a lot of uh, defensive mechanisms. <laughs> there's no defensive mechanism. I was just upset a little bit. Like, it's like that's not what happened. And then... I kind of want to talk about it on here because it, it's just, it's entertainment. You know, there's got to be some entertainment in it. He thought, I think from the beginning, he thought that it was because he didn't go to Bible study and it had nothing to do with Bible study. <laughs> and can I, can I tell him what I said? Come on. You can't say the names, but you Fine. can say, go for it. Go right. What are you talking about? Blah doesn't go to Bible study. Blah doesn't go to Bible study. I wasn't going to Bible study this morning. I'm doing my work online. Miss Blah phone call didn't come through on my phone. That's the whole reason I missed my ride. I was up waiting for her to get here. You missed your ride, buddy. You should have been down in the lobby waiting for her. I'm not concerned about Bible study, but let's be clear. Blah and Blah both work at earlier times than you. And I said, yes, I don't start till 10. You said that Miss Blah tried to call with me, and I didn't go through. Not only that, I was only out till 9.30 last night. You can ask, Blah went to Loves Together and was back at the house. I didn't stay out past 10. I was in the building at 9.30. So you're going to have to lower your tone a little bit. You're getting I a little sure. bit excited, okay? I made sure to be back before 10. <laughs> Okay, that's the whole point. I got back before 10. And then this is what happened. And then straight Blah, to the defense. Yep. Blah likes to rub in my face and smile at me. And back to 9. What's up with that? It's like he enjoys watching me be disciplined. It's not even funny. He know, He's no better than me. I want to know if my curfew is 9 o'clock now because I was up and awake and in the building at 9.30 yesterday, so please let me know. It's discouraging me and making me feel less and less because of a misunderstanding. And this is where you come in. Stop. Jonathan, stop. What is, what was it, or was it not your responsibility to go to school this morning? Your school has to be a priority. You have to be at school at 8. I said 10. For work, which is an encouragement, you get paid for a bit of your work. It has nothing to do with your school. And I said, or you said, if you didn't do anything wrong, then your curfew won't be affected. But anything that falls on your responsibility can result in discipline. Do you understand that? And I said, yes, sir. The schooling won't be a problem anymore. I'm going to start biking it on nice days. I will add that it was like... Four hours later, whenever he said the yes, sir. Early in the morning, you text me that. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> he was so salty. And I wasn't even like, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, one thing that's bad about, about uh, text messaging, though, is you don't hear the context in the person's voice. I know. And so like, this whole time, I'm sitting there laughing like... <laughs> I'm going to get him on this, you know, and he comes back so defensive. Like I can't even make it a joke Context anymore. Text message <laughs> without seeing my reaction or anything on text message. Okay. You know, there's something going on, but that brings us to our, our next topic, fight, flight, or freeze. What do you mean by the context out of that fight? Flight or freeze. The context. Yeah, so I mean, there is no context. Am I gonna to... fight back? Am I gonna run? When you feel I... that you're in danger, what is your automatic response? Depends on what kind of situation it is. Well, whenever it's with me, apparently it's fight. Okay. Or then, Matt. That then we're talking about argumental. We're talking about mental stuff, okay? Yes, I fight. I fight with my mental brain, okay? I have some problems, okay? I go sometimes I'll go to my room and argue with myself. And that's not even a joke. Like Do you do that before you argue with me or after you argue with after me? After I argue with me. 
I swear, I'll go upstairs and start arguing with myself. Like it's it's bad. I just keep it going. So apparently, this podcast needs to follow him around twenty four seven so he can get get some. That's funny, but no, I just whenever all that happened, I was laughing because I was like, well, now we know Johnny's you know fight flight or freeze. He will fight whenever he feels in danger. But. I'm like no. a badger, don't corner me. <laughs> I get pretty I get pretty vicious with my words. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, pause here. We're going to take a break, and then we will come back uh, here in just a second. Adios. Okay, so everybody knows somebody who's needing some help, needing... Needing something in life that, that can really teach them something, help them get through life a little bit easier. Um, maybe just a, a partner that can tell them whenever they need to know something, something they're struggling with or something. Well, there's a place in Jigajay, Oklahoma called Life Skills Institute. And this is that place. You know, it is a fee-based program, but it's sober environment. It's faith-based. Um, teaches people how to manage their money, teaches them how to make wise choices. There's different things that it can apply to, different people it can apply to, but it has been a tremendous program. Um, and, th- you know, everybody's got some obstacles that they've got to overcome. So this program could really help with that. Now, it is a nonprofit program. So if you're not one of those people who's needing help, but maybe you're wanting to look for a good program to invest your money in and donate to. This would be a great program to think about. If you're considering making a donation, you can go to www.lsireshouse.org. That is L-S-I-R-E-S-H-O-U-S-E.org. Or you can uh, send a check to P.O. Box 398, Chickasha, Oklahoma, 73023. And you can just put Life Skills Institute on the check. Thank you. Well, I'm recording now, so obviously, everybody, we've got a a special guest in here. It's Mr. Joe. And so we were... Everybody's so we brought him in just to validate some of Johnny's uh, fight, flight, or freeze. So, Joe, have you you been a witness to Johnny and his uh, temperament before? Yes, I've been a part of it more than once. Uh, yeah. Why don't you give us some examples? Let's see. I mean, it, it just it's it's crazy because. Um, I mean, you, you just talk to Johnny, and you just—I mean, you never know what's my what. I mean, what could happen, and you never know what he might say. I mean, everything comes uh, with a price, I guess you could say. <laughs> Whenever it comes to Jonathan, yeah, do you ever play basketball or anything like that with him? Well, I mean, not as much as I used to. I used to play basketball with him all the time um, before, but it's not just so much now. I mean. I'm not as athletic as I once was, but I'm, I'm more, I'm not as athletic as I once was. I'm more like, uh, what in the world are you? Okay. So, but, so, um, trying to think of some examples where you've been involved. Oh, me and Jonathan, we used to like, I mean, we used to play video games all the time. I mean, that's something that. And he probably used a lot of foul language then. Oh, didn't yes. I mean, I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, also, um, Jonathan talks a lot about how thug life he used to be. Have you been in all, any of those conversations? No, but I mean, I've, I've heard some of those conversations. They're um, they're interesting. I mean, I mean, they are. I, I, I tend to try to take him seriously sometimes, but <laughs> <I> just can't. <laughs> so. It's just that because Jonathan is, he's, I've known Jonathan for about, I would say like maybe four years, like maybe four or five years. And so knowing him, as long as I've known him, 
I guess knowing that, um, knowing like his past and the things that he's gone through, um, some of it, I, I just, I, I see him as this younger guy and, um, and he just, to me, it's, I can't take it serious. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, cause he's such a, cause he's such a great guy. I mean, he's so, he's such a good guy and he's like, he's funny and he's smart. And, and then, then he starts talking about this, uh, this thug life past stuff. And I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, have you ever met someone who's just like really nice? And then they tell you that they used to be really mean and you're just like, you can't believe it. It's kind of, that's kind of how it is. That's where God came in my life, Jose. Yeah. Um, good. I mean, so Jose, you can, you can be in here on this conversation. Uh, which you're going to, you're technically in here, even if you weren't in here, because you could listen to it anytime you wanted to. But, so Johnny, how is your hygiene going? Going great. Hey, Joe, how is Johnny's hygiene going? Uh, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's, uh, it's gotten better. He's, he's, he's good. Do you do you still call him Jonathan, Johnny, or Lamb Chop? Johnny B. That'll be everything. Like he'll call me. He'll call me Johnny B. He'll call me Lamb Chops. He'll call me. He'll call me Johnny Johnny. He'll be like, he'll be like Johnny Boy. I'm like, yeah. It's just I mean, but I mean, if there was one thing, his name has changed from Jonathan to Johnny B. You know, because he's cool now. You know what I mean? He's he's thug life, so we. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> have we had to see him thug it out any lately? Hey, hey, hey! First of all, this place has made me a way better person than what I used to be because Johnny B was just a nickname I've had. I mean, that's just a normal nickname. But I got my nickname from something you don't want to know, and we're not going to speak about it because it's not nothing thug life. It's something embarrassing, and we're not going to talk about it because my cousin was very mean. <laughs> Which one? Lamb chop, Johnny B, or what? 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 Nickname? Johnny B. Johnny B came from something. Now, now my street, my street nickname was High Top. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why well, was a High Can Top? You elaborate that because I... <laughs> there was a lot of reasons you don't want to know. Um, I used like, to like jumping off buildings. I was the white boy with the backpack that would walk down the block and not get caught. Oh yeah. Well, so how does that turn into High Top? Because I'm the one that always had the stuff on me. Yeah. So, does that make any sense to you, Joe? Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I mean, I figured a name like High Top would be used because um, so, you know, let somebody me, who likes to, somebody who's like not afraid of heights or something. Let me let me elaborate. We're gonna keep this. Uh, we're gonna keep this appropriate. But um, <laughs> High Top was necessarily a, a name for back then when I was involved with certain sets in the in the bad parts of uh, the town I was in. And what what my my job was, if I'm gonna make money and in the process of not getting caught or killed, I'd have to deliver the stuff that they gave me. And if I didn't make it to that point then it was either jail, I was either in prison or it'd be my life. That's the type of stuff that I had to carry in that bag, and that that could have led me to go into prison for a long time. So, and the reason I say in the past because that's the past. Like it's back, it's back then when I was young and stupid. Now I'm older, and I can re- I realize a lot more that's going on around me than what it used to be when I was younger and just didn't have a brain. What is so the thing is, is um, now that you've gotten a little older and you've changed and made um, better decisions, I mean, I mean, I've never heard the story, but I mean, what exactly made you want to change um, from doing that type of thing to what you're doing now? Like, what, what, what was it? Like, did something dramatic happen? Traumatic? I mean, was it, or was it just that you were done? Because... I mean, the reason why I ask that is because some people, they have certain things that happen in their lives, and that makes them want to change. So, I mean, was it something that someone said, or was it something that happened, or was it just, 
can you explain what exactly made you want to change? So are you referring to as of right now, as today? Okay, so you need to listen to my first podcast. Oh. Um, yeah, it explains everything. But uh, what I said in my first podcast, I mean, I pretty much got laced with some stuff. And after that, I didn't know my name for a long time. And so I... I came back out of the hospital, 50-50 chance of living, and that's what changed my, my attitude towards drugs and stuff. Like, that's what kept me away from it this whole time, because I just don't want to risk losing my life again like like I did. I was close to death. Yeah. And I think Jesus Jesus brought me back for a reason. Yeah, like whenever, um, whenever he did his first... The first time you met him when yeah. he was here, yeah. you remember. Yeah. There was times that he left for a while, and then you had to go out there and try and straighten him out. Yes. And it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, so, I mean, with everything that's been going on, I mean, Jonathan, you have made a lot of progress. A lot of, you've done a lot of good things. And, uh, I mean, honestly, man, I mean, we can see that, um, a daughter's working in your life. That's good. Um, I mean, school, work, I mean, being in church has really made a difference, and that's a really good thing. And I'm, I mean, I just, I'm proud of you, and I hope that um, you continue to have success. I mean, that's all, you know, I mean. I agree with you, Jose. So, knowing that all this stuff right now, we're talking about isn't funny. Let's talk about some arguments we got into yesterday in the office. <laughs> well, now that oh wait yeah. with with you two yeah and Matt just happened oh, to walk yeah, in yeah. here. Oh, perfect, okay. the perfect time. And Matt walks in here, and you know we're gonna talk about some arguments. Hey Matt, did you hear about his uh, upset that you uh, smiled? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've got proof and text not. message. Which time? Oh, which time? Okay. There's many times, but I don't think he knows about the time I'm talking about. He got mad at you again because you smiled. Yeah. But here's the thing is that whenever you're talking with Jonathan, I mean, you never know. I mean, if it's going to, like, you're, you'll be talking about something and he'll just go, wait, let it feel good. And you... <laughs> You're like, listen, you got to phone it in, buddy. Phone it in. We got to get back to reality. You know what I mean? Because... Well, see, reality's in front of me. <laughs> this happens. <laughs> These things happen. Sleeping in. Like, Not sleeping in, man. <laughs> I already explained everything on this podcast. Don't let me start again. We've already yeah. been all the way down that road and back again. And then... Did you know, Matt, that... I was already up in my room, and the teacher tried calling me in my phone. It didn't go through. Did you not know that? No. That sounds like a lie to me. <laughs> that ain't no lie. <laughs> I got text messages to prove it right here. I'll read my teacher's text messages to me. Generally, in my life, when, I, uh, when I'm waiting for someone to pick me up, to go out of their way, to uh, giving me a ride, I generally wait by the front door and I'm watching. Not <laughs> on the second story if, uh, of the house I live in, in my bedroom, and uh, just waiting for a text message like you've never done before. I couldn't agree with you on that, but at the same time, I had to get up. I had to get up, and I was already ready. And you know, I was going to run downstairs right on time. She got here. here. She actually got here a little early. Well, listen up here. I don't have a curfew, so I'm trying to learn how to trying to learn how to get used to it now. My schedule's different. See, he just said he needed a curfew. No, I said I don't need a curfew. No, don't you twist my words. Don't you do it. So, so with the new responsibilities that you're getting, Jonathan, and uh, it's helping me grow. The, what are the words I'm looking for with, uh, you know, being able to have uh, more freedom. Freedom. Thank you, Joe. Uh, so when was the, the food and beverage lifted 
uh, from not being able to have that in your bedroom. I feel like Matt just straight threw you right under the bus. Yeah, it's okay, you know why? Because everything that I get, I throw in the trash and take out my trash now. That's why my room's always clean now, Matt. Now let's go look at your room. Oh, hold on. Hold your phone, Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I this had is to. what happens when we invite other people in. Yeah, get granted. I am a badger. If you corner me down, I'm going to get vicious. Like I said, fight, fly, or freeze. We know which one he is. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing it first. I'm a monster right now, okay? This is the reason why. Monster juice. So, since we're talking about cleaning, it's what about monster. the day room? I mean, you walk in there sometimes, and it is a monster. And half, and half of that stuff, Jose, is yours. Like yeah. the bowl of noodles that you left on the floor. But let me get started on that. <laughs> left, left me and Dawson clean up our mess, which I didn't even have a mess, so I just helped Dawson clean up his mess. And then I look on the floor, and you're the one that's telling me to go up there and clean. I don't see a bowl of noodles. So you're saying that you're like... So I'm saying you left your, I'm saying you left your nasty, spicy shrimp noodles on the floor. <laughs> it's getting a well, little bit of. That's here's the thing. That's very rare. It's getting a little all <laughs> right in here. Well, I know we're well. I would just yeah. like to say that um, thank you for your time and thank you for allowing me to be a part of your podcast. No problem. And, um, you know, the only reason I hug you guys is because that's the ones I care for. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that's what? right. Just brought it in here. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you for allowing me to be a part of your podcast. And as soon as, soon as I get up some good some, some good stuff, I'm going to do that. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, we just ordered a new deal, yeah. too, to where we'll each have our own mind. Oh, and it'll, right. be, it'll be Johnny and the Joe show when I yeah. when I get this right here. So remember, chicken, 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 Joe out. Joe! And everybody, uh, be tuned in for uh, Johnny's new update on his Facebook. He's going to be going from being employed at the uh, no, the National Guard and uh, Coast Guard to uh, <laughs> part-time employment at LSI. <laughs> And that was sponsored by Matt. No, there was way, way more. That Let's was sponsored by Matty Daddy. Let's look and see what he says he's employed at on Facebook. <laughs> For y'all who don't know, I nicknamed Matt Matty Daddy a long time ago. Listen, I work at the Krusty Krab right now, so, you know. You work at the Krusty Krab? Oh, it doesn't show it. Did you finally change it? Yes, I do. That's why you can't find it. <laughs> dog. Oh, he was the National Coast Guard. Oh, <laughs> oh now you say what? Really? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, let's not get into this conversation because I convinced myself that I would do it just like my uncles, but that never happened. Yeah? too <laughs> small. So when was the last time you saved a life? The last time I saved a life? Yes, and you're... I actually saved my uh, friend Brandon's uh, sister's life from a water moccasin in the lake, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Were you wearing moccasins and a spear? I was wearing my I was wearing I was wearing my piranha flip flops. Okay, and I was using my toes to stab him. With his toenail. Oh my. Oh, God. we're gonna get into the toenails now, huh? You're the one who clipped them. I clipped them though. I clipped my toenails. I clipped my fingernails. I did my deodorant. Yeah. What did you say, man? Thank God for editing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, this ain't getting edited. This is all live. Okay, well, y'all have a That's good day. why Matt showed up. He's trying to get Joe out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, now that was Joe and Matt. All right, that was a good time. So let's go to our next break and then we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, I just wanted to let you know about a podcast. That is starting. It's called 1431 Podcast, and that's referring to Proverbs 1431, which says those who oppress the poor insult their maker, but helping the poor honors him. This podcast is going to be put on by Resurrection House, and it's going to be really just addressing the the things going on in Chickasha, Oklahoma, and the surrounding areas to do with poverty, homeless, different things going on, and uh, 
we'll be having different people come in from the, around the community to discuss things and how we are addressing them. Please tune in 1431 podcast out March 3rd. Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome back. So, Johnny, how's school going now? School's going pretty smooth for me right now, Zach. I know you have a a little bit of an update. That's not always the greatest news, but we got to be transparent on this thing. Yeah, um, so I took my test uh, to see where I was at, my real test, and you have to score an eight to, to pass it. Well, since it was uh, about, it's basically about like government, like stuff, updated government stuff as of right now, and so I didn't, I didn't score really high on that because a lot of the stuff that they were talking about, I have no knowledge of. Um, my reading, on the other hand, there's a couple of things I missed, so I'm passing. I'm almost passing, like I'm close to passing with an eight. It's just I'm I'm below it by maybe two or one point off. Okay. So more practice, and then we'll go into the real details on the schooling. Um, lately, I've been really working on uh, on math because I need I need my math education real bad. Gotcha. So with that, do you need like a tutor or maybe somebody who could help you with a little extra on any of that? It would honestly be a pretty blessing right there if I could get a tutor or somebody because it could help me enchant my knowledge. Like help you what? Increase my knowledge. What's enchants mean? Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> That's not fun. I think you meant increase your knowledge. Yes. Yes, that's what I meant to say, okay. Okay. So, you know, you've been here for eight, nine months now or so, the second time? Yeah. So, in what ways do you feel like you've grown in the last, say, three months? You know, when I first got here, I was very, uh, very, like, I wasn't so there. Because, you know, I just got back from being homeless for a long time and I didn't have no rules or regulations of what I could do or what I couldn't do. And so being in a, uh, a controlled environment where there's no, no drugs, no alcohol, and being around sober people and people you can look up to and learn stuff from, it really changes a person. I mean, because they're in a, what's it called, a... A very good environment a good and sober living environment and when you're surrounded with structure it builds you up as you go and so maybe three months to the program I was still a little I was still a little like childish with my thinking and stuff of what I was gonna do by actions but after a while of just being here and really focusing on people who are already there in life and are really successful, I mean, it motivated me to want to want to see myself in that position and not always be outside looking for somewhere to sleep or hopping houses. So it, it motivated me. Like that one day when I went to 018, I mean, everybody there looked like they were successful. And that was like a really emotional time for me because the stuff that they were doing is stuff that I want to do. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 a motivating it's a motivating time. Like you see that and it's just like wow, like I can be there. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's good. As of right now, I think I'm pre- I'm doing pretty well on maturity. I mean I've grown more than what I was before. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen a growth in you and and your maturity and everything. So when you see like the structure and everything like that, do you see that as us just trying to control you or do you see that as us trying to instill a discipline in you that will leave like whenever you leave this program you'll have habits that are healthy for you let me put it in a different different way um being around y'all it makes me it makes me see like the difference between because everybody here that walks through this program has a different struggle they have a different struggle they come from a different background they go through different things through the life i mean you know so realistically when i watch y'all pour into me on stuff that i can learn and stuff 
I, I've never really had parents. So when I see y'all guys pouring stuff into me, it makes me realize how grateful I am to have people who care for me and who want to see me succeed. And I consider y'all as parents to me, helping me grow back into where I need to be. Because with because before when I didn't have parents, you know, like I said, I had no no structure in my life. All I would do is go get high and run off and do stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older and I'm seeing what people are doing to help me, you know, it just it just it motivates me to show them that I can do it and get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, and we're more than happy to be here for you and help you. And uh, it's always a privilege to hear that, but. Um, you know, you have other mentors and stuff that are, that are in the, um, not necessarily in the program, but like in the, that pour into this place that really, um, try to really help you and help you grow. And so, uh, I know that, um, I know that that's really special to you too. Um, it is, it is. Cause the more I see people coming up to me and loving on me shows me that I'm not, I'm not a useless person. I, I, I have a purpose, you know, without a purpose with somebody who doesn't believe in themselves and believing in God, you know, it can, it can drag a person to the bottom. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. So I know that, uh, one of those people is Pat and we'll just call him Pat. You know, he may not want to have his last name in there, but, he shows he pours into you a lot and he's done where's some the different things that he's done to help you along the path that you really appreciated i really appreciate his time pouring into me and teaching me knowledge and stuff you know we we have conversations about the most like educational stuff sometimes um like i always talk to him about what i want to be in my future how how i can get there and steps of taking my uh knowledge of growing into like a new environment and a job and stuff like that paying budgeting so realistically i believe pat is a very very awesome person in my life because he's he's like a he's a he's like a really motivating mentor to me because he's just i can see where he's at and i can see where i'm at and I believe that he's trying to set an example to me of what I can be. And what we do together, like yard work and stuff, we have conversations. He always stays checked up on me. He always updates. He always wants to be updated on what I'm doing. And knowing that he wants to be updated on what I'm doing makes me feel great inside. So that just shows me that there's a lot of lot of uh, love coming from him. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that this Pat, he... Uh he really wants to bring to the community as a mentor type program where we reach out to not just the people here in resurrection house or Life skills Institute, but people that are out on the streets or that, uh, that need somebody to really just help them stay accountable and have somebody pour into them. By the way, I had a conversation with him about this. Um, I have a grandpa here in Chickasha that's, uh, homeless. And there's differences because I've came across a lot of them, you know. There's a lot of people who who just who are so used to living homeless, they don't they don't want no help. Mm-hmm. And I'm it, it's 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 hard to say because it's sad. It's yeah. sad because they are so used to being out on them streets that mm-hmm. they don't want no help. They just want to live homeless, or either that, or they they can't live in structure because from a young age, all the way up to their age now, it shows that. It shows them that why why do I need this now, knowing that I've had my back this whole entire time, and it puts a different mentality in them. So, when you want to bring rules and stuff, they don't want to follow those rules because they've lived the way they lived for so long, like, mm-hmm. and they don't want to change because they're used to being outside. Yeah. So, like this person, you say he's your grandpa. Is that literal or just? He is uh, literally my grandpa, um, by marriage from uh, from one of my uh, aunts, but she's passed away, and ever since she's passed away, my grandpa's been been off, off, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been, been homeless. And- he's been homeless, and he has he has money. Like I, I don't understand. He has a lot of money saved up. He just he doesn't want he doesn't want a house. He doesn't want anything. He wants to be on the streets. So. Mm-hmm. 
it's I really I really pray for him, you know. I mean, he's doing better. Last time I saw him, he's not on he's not on drugs no more, you know. He's trying to do better, but at the same time, even when he is sober, he he wants to stay outside because yeah. he's used to it. And some people are like that. Yeah. Yeah, some people are. And you know, we hope that we can shine a light to them that says, "Hey, that they'll be taken care of and we we want to help them, but sometimes it's just not not something that can be done sometimes they just aren't open to that so you just got all you can do is pray for them and and like we're talking about like with pat you know maybe having a mentorship program where we can work with them and then slowly work them into being where they can go to a program or somewhere and get help and and you know like something that i want y'all to pick up with on jonathan and uh just through our other podcast, 1431 podcast is, you know, there's things that you'll pick up on that, that Jonathan does. And, you know, we may laugh at it or something, but a lot of it's just due to trauma in his past that or just how he was raised. And so it helps you understand like this fight, flight or freeze, you know, that's something that I hadn't heard of until I started working here. And, then I, I recognized that in him whenever I was just joking with him the other day about his curfew. Like it was to him, that was threatening. It was, it was threatening, not physically, but something that he had worked for and getting it taken away. And so that was where you see the fight. Some people freeze and just shut down. Some people run away from it or, you know, may quit their job or something in that situation. So there's different things that, people experience due to other experiences in in their life so that's that's one of them when when i asked jonathan a minute ago about what uh you know whether this person was his actual grandpa or if this was just a a friend that poured into him and because and the reason i asked that is because sometimes a lot of people have relatives that they or they'll say that they're relatives when they're Really, to you and me, they may be just a friend, but to them, they did something in their life to where it, to them, it relates to them that it's a relative and that sort. So, so I, sometimes you'll hear me clarify things with Jonathan just to get full understanding, but you, I may understand it and you may not. So I, I'll ask him questions just to help y'all understand too. So, but, um, Jonathan. We got anything else to talk about? Uh, I'm excited about that new building. It, it those those workers are working their talents. Oh, I can't they believe how quick. quick they're going. They are quick. Yeah, you wouldn't expect them to get that quick. So you know, um, we were talking about your hygiene for a minute, and yeah. then it got hijacked by Joe. But how's your hygiene doing? Matter of fact, my hygiene's going great. Knowing that I have my own room, my own space, my own thinking room, you know, I I can I feel less less cluttered so why don't you expand on that a little bit you went from sharing a room with multiple people multiple <laughs> people so. now we're not saying multiple people at one time you'd have just different roommates yep so like one 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 roommate which is uh we're we're back and getting really close to each other again but he's, he's gone most of the time he's busy yeah he's working or so, spending time with his loved ones yep and I love him to death, and he knows who he is. Uh, the other one, he's not a talker. He does not talk, <laughs> and that threw me off. So you know, that's where I started. That's where I started realizing maybe it's better not to talk at all. You, know? like, you don't ever get put in situations if you don't talk. But so you know, me on the other hand, I can't help it. I have to talk about something. If I don't talk about something, then I'm just gonna go depressed. Like I just can't do it. Yeah, but he was he was a really he's a really cool roommate only because uh, I never had any arguments with him and he never let himself get in a position like that. And honestly, I was never really wanting to argue with anybody from the get go. Just it's just a like I said, it's kind of more of a you back me down in the corner. I'm going to I'm going to bite. That's what we should name this one. Jonathan, the biter, the biter. No, that's weird. Anyway. Well, it's been a great podcast. Um, we have been in the talks of maybe doing this more often, every couple of weeks or something. 
we will have a new system come in to where we can actually have more mics. So I know that sounded pretty distorted earlier, but uh, I think you'll still be able to hear it well enough to be able to still share this podcast. And um, whenever we get those new mics, then we'll be able to have up to six people. See, we should get those foam things that go around the mic. That way, yeah. when you talk loud, it doesn't, doesn't sound like... Well, there's a limiter on these things. That way, whenever it hits it, it just sounds distorted. So it tries to say, hey, don't go this loud. Yeah. But I've got it fixed now to where, at least on yours, it uh, it, it won't hit that, I don't think. so. I really do enjoy this podcast with you, Zach. And updating everybody about my life, it makes me feel welcomed here. Yeah, even when we give you a hard time about your toenails and your... Yeah, it just it makes me it makes me think in my head what I can do back to to get you, but yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, not in a weird way, but you know what I'm saying. I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, one more one more good thing. What? I got my credit card. Debit card. He did not get a credit card. We would not let him debit have a card. card. I get. He yeah, got a debit card. card, so he'll start getting paid. So, but Johnny, close out in prayer, buddy. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, beautiful day that you've uh, put upon us. Lord, I thank you for a breath every day, you know, because there's a day where you can choose if we don't wake up with a breath, but we need to be more thankful for what you give us. Lord, um, I want I want to see change in a lot of things that I do because I know I'm not perfect, but you sent your son, Jesus Christ, down on that cross to save us from our sins. And Lord, I want to thank you for that. And all the glory goes to you, God, at the end of the day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All righty, we'll see y'all either in two weeks or a month, or you'll hear from us. Peace. One of the two.